everyone, uh, and welcome to TWR Sports. I'm Teddy. I'm Waylon. I'm Ruben, and this is the Weekly Racket. So we just decided just to sp- start a podcast over quarantine, just three friends, just wanting something to do, and we all love sports. So yeah, the first thing we're going to talk about is the MLB and all the pro- Padres crazy stuff. So um, they traded for Blake Snell first. And um, they traded their number three prospect, their number, what was it, their number seven prospect, and their number fourteen prospect, and then they signed Korean star Ha Seung Kim, and then lastly, uh, one that hurt my soul, they traded for you Darvish, and they really and Victor Caratini can't forget about him, and they really didn't give up that much, and yes. it hurts my soul. They gave up. How many? I thought we would get better. Luis Renheef, no, not Luis Renheef, but what am I talking about? Reginald Preciado, Ismail Mania, I believe that's how you say it, Yason Santana, and Owen Casey, who are all good. I, they're fine, but, you know. I, I really yeah. think that, that they're going to win the World Series. Like, if they don't, they, they're going to get flames. I, I don't know. I, I don't I just, think so, because I still think, I still think that the Dodgers are better. I still think that the Dodgers are better, but... I think that they choke too much. They choke in the playoffs. They just won the World Series. I know, but I'm just I'm saying they choke too much. Yeah, I I just think that I don't think it's a disappointment if they don't win. After going like three in a row. Yeah. I I don't think that they're gonna I don't think that it's a disappointment if the Padres don't win. Because I still I mean they're still really young and they have even those pitchers that they got, they still have control of them for three more years. We don't know the deal with Haseon Kim yet. We don't know how long it is, but I I mean, it, he's young, so it'll probably be five years. And uh, obviously Tatis is young. Machado, they signed for a long time. So they're going to be good for a while. I, I just, if they don't, I, I think that if they don't get a World Series within the next couple of years. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. I say a couple of years, but 2021, we'll see. But I do still think the Dodgers are better. And that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. but they're I the think, Padres pitching now is just insane. And in 2022, yeah. they're gonna have Mike Clevenger back from mm-hmm. Tommy John, and Denilson Lamette is here 2021. He just got fourth in the Cy Young. Like, they're they're gonna be good, they're gonna be great. Dude. They have you for three seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Three more yeah. years, dude. It hurts, it hurts. I think these prospects that the Cubs got could be. Good, but you're, just you're not... taking a gamble with it. Right, Giving it's three. It's Darvish, like... three of them have never played a professional game yet. They're 17, wow. 18, 18, and then one of them is twenty, and he was really yeah. good, but he played in rookie ball, so it's not like oh. it's not a big, big sample size. I feel like yeah. I feel like the Cubs are just trying to set up for the new years because I feel like, I mean, you have a lot of youth on your team as well. But you have a lot of like old veterans, you know what I mean? Especially Rizzo, like he's gonna be gone soon enough. No, he's he's he's, he's a cup for life. If he's not, I'm gonna be upset. No, I mean, no, 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 no. I mean not. Leaving. No, no, I know what you mean, but like I I still think you could have six years. No, I mean yeah, I, that's what I mean. But I feel like the Cubs are trying to nurture these younger oh, players, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're gonna take these gambles to eventually do something with it it's again re- and hopefully it doesn't take a hundred years no it's a re it's a re it's at the beginning everyone was saying oh it's not a rebuild it's a retool but i, I think it's more of a re 
I think it's more of a rebuild yeah. than a retool. I mean, yeah, they're rumored yeah. to be shopping Contreras. They've been looking to trade Bryant, Kimbrell. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just it's just time to kind of reset because this team isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Like mm-hmm. they Definitely. they can make it to the playoffs, but they're not going to win a World Series. Yeah. And yeah. so these prospects they could be really good. They have good potential, but like you just we just don't know because there's nothing mm-hmm. there's nothing there. You know so funny? I could see Brian as a Colorado Rock. That I don't know why I could see that as well. That is very true. I could definitely see. I just, I just see him there with uh, Arenado. Them. Well, they're probably gonna. But the only thing is now that the Padres and Dodgers are so good, like mm-hmm. the the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, and the Giants kind of just need to reset because. <laughs> yeah like they're not gonna do anything so yeah. i feel like the, the rockies and they've been rumored to be trade wanting to trade arenado and story anyway mm-hmm. but i feel like they definitely now should kind of probably just uh, not I, really worry I, about I, it i feel like they're uh, but i do feel like they're a really decent team yeah but, they could I be mean, good you'll see like chris bryant i mean i feel like he's just been sleeping for a while i mean he he had his good moments but he had a terrible at the beginning of his career he had a yeah, terrible 2020, but it's 60 games. And so he was great in 2015, great in 2016. Mm-hmm. Mm. 2017, he was pretty good. 2018, I mean, he was injured, not not really there. 2019, he was he was back. He was pretty good. He still was injured, but, like, he was pretty good. Um, and then 2020, not ideal at all. Really no one hit, like, none of the stars hit. Like you could say, I mean, Contreras did. He hit well, but like it was Hap and Hayward that really carried us. And then it was the no, pitching. Yeah, it was the pitching most of all. And then we just traded our ace. So now that's nice. Hap had a very Hap had a very good season. I I we'll see if he continues that. I mean, I <laughs> we're talking a lot about the Cubs. Um, about yeah. Their- well, that's what I know. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think he could definitely. Um, continue mm-hmm. but you know you never know but uh yeah Blake Snell I love that trade for both sides really I think the Rays they do it every time they get they have stars they they trade them for prospects and then that's why they're just consistently pretty good because they always they just move they just move on they know when it's time they just went to the World Series and they're like hey mm-hmm. Blake Snell peace and probably also because Kevin Cash is embarrassed for taking him out um but we're not gonna talk about mm-hmm. that um so the Rays Phillies and Dodgers made a trade and the Phillies got the the biggest piece Jose Alvarado from the Rays the Dodgers got Garrett Clevenger from the Phillies and then the Rays got Dylan Paulson and player to be named or cash from the Phillies so no from wait okay the Dodgers gave it to the Rays so I mean, it's really, again, the Rays saying Jose Alvarado is a very good reliever, but they're just kind of yeah. saying let's get There's someone gonna, else. Yeah, taking their chances with prospects again. Yeah, I, and again, I don't think that that dude is going to be any like anything crazy. He could be solid, but like, I don't know. I just don't think it's like insane. I, I feel like the Rays are just very smart, like you were mentioning about that, just when it comes to this. Because, like, it showed last year, like, they didn't, like, the stars were born 
from just their prospects and all of the players mm-hmm. that they traded away. Like, nobody knew, uh, nobody thought uh, a Rosarena was like, oh, yeah, he's not that good. You right, know? right, right, right. Like, he's okay. He got traded but for Jose Martinez. Like, he got popped off, you know? Like, with Jose I just feel like they're very, they're very smart with that. I don't know. I also feel like the Phillies aren't going to do amazing for a while. I mean, I think they will make playoffs. I, but. I think they are going to definitely start re, not rebuilding, like the opposite of rebuilding, giving away all their prospects because mm-hmm. they hired Dave Dombrowski, and you saw what he did in Boston. Mm-hmm. He traded all your prospects and got stars, and you won a World Series. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think that he could do that. I don't think that they're going to win a World Series, especially now with the Padres and the Dodgers and the mm-hmm. Yankees and the yeah. Rays and all yeah. that. But if it's almost a thing – where if the Rays want to make a trade with you, you probably shouldn't do it because they're just yeah. so smart. Their front office is just so smart that <laughs> that yeah. like that yeah. you should just be like, oh, maybe these guys are actually good and we shouldn't yeah. trade them. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers, I don't know when that's going to end. I feel like they're going to go on a spree like the Yankees. They're just going to be really good for a long time. They just have like, I don't know how they do it. Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Walker Bueller, yeah. Will Smith. Like, it's just, it's just, they're insane. They're an insane team. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised the Braves almost beat them. I really thought they were going to just blow through the playoffs. But every year, you're right. They kind of do choke a little bit. Yeah. The last thing I'll be topic um, is Trevor Bauer reportedly wants five years, $200 million. Which okay. He did just win the Cy Young, but, you know. I, it, it was this one good year, and like, yeah. and he like, you can be good next year. So I wouldn't take a chance now, but maybe if he has like better next year, then maybe. But you think he should sign a one? Yeah, year that's deal? a really good point. I think he should sign a one-year deal, yeah. and then next year see if he's like good again. Because he he literally okay. I'm on his baseball reference. He has a career ERA of like 390, which is really good, but it's not. $200 million worth. Yeah. He's had, let's yeah. see, how many years has he had an ERA below four? Three three years. In 2018, oh, he had two a 221 ERA. In 2019, he had a 379 ERA. And obviously this year he had a 173. But, like, he's not. He's never been, like, I, I don't know. He had one good year, and now he's like, oh, yeah. I'm just going to freaking, you know. I mean, he's a he's a good pitcher. That's just bottom line. He's a good pitcher. I think um, like I think he said. should sign a one year deal with a contender and yeah. try to win the World Series. Mm-hmm. And then next year, if he if he performs, then maybe he can sign a big deal. I still don't think two hundred million dollars for him. It's like thirty. But I feel like so it could also lead to himself screwing himself over because if you think about it, if he signs a one year deal, then does bad, he won't. They're gonna be like, oh, right. well, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's Trevor Bauer. He's not going to get the money he wants, you know. Um, but I, I don't know. I just don't either think way. I think I think that he's not going to get two hundred million dollars. I mean, I think I, I think he will get it, but I don't think he necessarily deserves. It. I think some team will be like, yeah, six mm-hmm. like yeah. ten starts. Nice. I'm going to take him for. Yeah. Um, I think he'll. I personally think he'll sign with the Mets. On I think he'll sign with the Mets on maybe a four year deal. Five seems kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, not crazy, but it's just not, especially for that kind five of money. Is five is a long mm-hmm. time, but five, I, I think he could get five if he wasn't asking for so mm-hmm. much money. I think you wouldn't want to pay him that much money for that long. 
That's all I got for MLB. You want to move on to the NBA? Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, so my game of the week for the NBA was the Bulls and Warriors on December 27th. Uh, it was a crazy game. The Warriors won by one point. Jordan Poole, I believe. Or was it Damian Lee? They hit the game winner. Um, Steph Curry led the Warriors with thirty-three with thirty-six points, and Zach Levine led the Bulls with thirty-three. Um, Steph Curry also had six assists and two blocks. So you know, big boy Curry, mm. yeah, blocks in there. I know the rookies looked decent. Patrick Williams had six points, four rebounds, two assists. James Wiseman had seven points, three rebounds, no assists. So they look they looked fun. I am a big fan of James Wiseman. I think he could be like a Joel Embiid type. Mm. Um, uh, this game, I, he's definitely done better. But yeah, I think it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was Damian Lee. Damian Lee hit the game winner. Um, everyone went to guard Steph Curry and then Damian Lee just buckets. Yeah. That's the problem with them. Like, I feel like if they can build up uh, – I guess trust and a reliance on their shooters. Put it one way to Curry and then fake it. Warriors are in like kind of a they're in a bad spot because they have Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins who just they just miss it. Like Kelly Oubre is like mm-hmm. 0 for 11. No, no, no. He's like 0 for 16 from three this year, and Wiggins is like two for 11. So like they just throw up shots and they don't make them without Thompson. It's kind of hard for Curry because he doesn't have really another perimeter player to dump it off yeah. to or to pass it to or to fake it to. Because now yeah, they can double-team Curry because no one else can shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric Pascal, he's a good bench player, but I don't think he's a starter. And yeah. they'll get Draymond Green back. I like James Wiseman, though. I, I like James Wiseman. I think he's definitely – I mean, the center of their future, I guess, because mm-hmm. he – um. I mean, he's our number two draft pick. He's not going anywhere. And for the Bulls, um, they won last night, I believe. Um, but I almost want them to just kind of tank. They're not going to – even if they do make the playoffs as the eighth seed, they're not going to win anything. And, uh, you know, this draft class is pretty stacked. So even if they don't get the number one pick, you know, number five, this draft class is stacked. I mean, Cade Cunningham is the number one prospect, and he's going to be good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I really, I really am surprised and impressed by how long Zach Levine has done well. Like, I feel like, I don't know, it's just something about him. Like, when he first, he's been playing for a while now, right? Um, and I'm, I'm glad that he's doing well for the Bulls. But like you said, I don't know how far they'll get with him because, like, he's not the best, the best, but. I'm just surprised on how well he has been doing. He's a, probably a second option or a third option if you want to win a championship. Like, he can't be your best player. It's just yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. work that way. So, mm-hmm. um, I got some injuries. John Morant sprained his yes. right ankle, out for three yeah. to five weeks. Three um, to five weeks. That is going to be a problem for yeah, the Grizzlies. that's tough with the Grizzlies. They don't really have – Jaron Jackson Jr. is good. Jonas Valanciunas is – pretty good dylan brooks is decent but like they don't have like a, a another like star star yeah mm-hmm. i feel like jaw is a great 
leader too for that team. I feel like he, obviously being the point guard, he is just good for that team, you know? Like you said, there's not another star that they can rely on. So Jaw is there to, you know, posterize people yeah. and do all that kind of stuff. Um, that's also going to be a big factor for um, the Memphis and Boston game coming up. I think, obviously, Boston have Kemba out um, for a while because of COVID. So we'll see. I mean, I think the Celtics will still win uh, because they have a pretty strong squad, but Jaw being out for that long is gonna definitely hurt the Grizzlies. Yeah, if they want to make a run, if they want to make a run yeah. at the eight seed, probably mm-hmm. that doesn't help. And then the other big one is uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, partial ACL tear, and he's out for the year. For the Nets, that is a it's it's a bigger blow than people might be thinking because they're like, oh, they have Kyrie, Karis Levert, but he, Spencer Dinwiddie yeah, is yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, He's just, he's just like a really, he's just reliable, you know, like some of those players, those players are needed pretty much like you were saying with Zach LeVon, like he's not the star star. He's like a second dare or third dare. If you're going for um, a championship, but like he is one of those second or thirds among Kyrie and KD, all of them, like he's really solid, but I feel like he gets outshined a lot because of the stars on the Nets. See, yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie, whether he's running backup point guard, starting shooting guard, he just comes in and mm-hmm. he's, he's just a good player. Mm-hmm. He just gets work done. Yeah. And it's useful for those players to be on those teams. Yeah, for sure. Another interesting game that is coming up is the Trailblazers and the Clippers. Um, Trailblazers coming off uh, win against the Lakers. I feel like they're going to have a lot of momentum off of that. Um, so I, I do think that's going to be a really good game as well. Um, like you were mentioning, uh, before Waylon, uh, Kawhi is out. So that might play a factor against the Clippers and, um, the Trailblazers, but I do think, I think the Trailblazers can do something this year. I think, yeah, they're a good team. They're a really good team. Dame took his team to the, I mean, the, like he can he can lead a team you don't need another like star he's just that type of player like even I would say like like Steph Curry I would say is still better than him but I feel like Dame can lead a team more almost just he's just that type of person he just has that personality Mm -hmm. but yeah and the Clippers just got beat by 50 points by Luka and so yeah and it's not like it's just because Kawhi was out because the Mavericks were missing Porzingis so like Mm -hmm. Not great. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I hope the Mavericks do good. I really, really like Luca, um, and the stuff that he does. I feel like he's starting to show who he is as a player now, like especially in the most re- uh, recent seasons. Like I feel like he's gonna start thriving. Um, I don't know if the Mavericks is the team to do it at though. I think I think I don't know. I think they can. I feel like he. I feel like he should move somewhere else. Well, I mean, he can't really. It's not his. It's not up to him yet. No, no, no. I know, I know. But I mean, I feel like I like the Mavericks. I think they're a good team. I think that I. I don't know if they can win a. I think they need a little bit more until they can win a championship. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. they're close. I think they're close enough, especially if Luca plays at an MVP level, like yeah. he does in two K, because in two K he's. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, the Bucks came. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They destroyed the. the they destroyed the Heat. Yeah. Giannis only had nine points. I mean, they can do stuff without him. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I like, like, I mean, I like Drew Holiday. I love the Holiday edition. They gave up, like, every first-round pick that they have for him. But that's okay, because I think that it's mm-hmm. – I'm glad that Giannis ended up signing the extension because yeah, it's just, like, yeah. kind of – I didn't want him to go to, like, a big market team because I enjoy him playing for uh, the yeah. Milwaukee Bucks. Like, that's, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, small market. And I, I You know what would be awesome? If uh, Luca moved to the Bucks. That would be oh God. Giannis great and Luca. Giannis and Luca yeah, would dominate, literally dominate. I don't think that's that. Yeah, I, I, that would be crazy though. I, I don't. They know. had twenty-nine three-pointers. Yeah, they had the most. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it was the most three-pointers in NBA history. Yep. So. They had fifty-one attempts. It's, it's kind of crazy. And, like, yeah. I feel like everyone has thought, oh, like, oh yeah, Giannis carries them, but yeah. That's a great they point. You're shooting like that. Um, they'll go far. Yeah, no. Yeah, definitely. Right. So, uh, the World Juniors, Canada is dominating as always. They don't mm-hmm. have as much competition as usual because they have 20 first round picks on their roster. Every, every single person on their roster has been drafted to an NHL team, and only one person hasn't gone in the first round. Wow. Jeez. Gee. That is crazy. They know what it is about. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. And they have uh so Kirby Doc, he's like the one person who's actually played a full NHL season. He got injured. They're still destroying teams. Like they That's... are just the greatest team in the World mm-hmm. Juniors by by a mile probably. Uh, so, they won their first sh- game sixteen to two or something That's like that. Yeah, they, God, I think it was sixteen to three. Oh, okay. And Quinton Byfield, he was uh, second overall this draft. He had two goals in his first game, I'm pretty sure, that he played. So there's nobody, there's no competition, to be honest. Only that, is, that is crazy. Closest one is USA, and they have nine first-round picks still, but they're... Mm. I mean, like, when you think about it, nine first-round picks is still a lot. It is, yeah. Like, it, but, like... Like, if you heard that, you would be like, oh, wow, like, wow, nine? That's crazy. Yeah. You know? But that is, in, that is insane. Canada has 20, yeah. and only one player had was second round, you said? Oh, it was fourth. But, fourth round. Um, yeah. that, is, that is crazy. That's, that is yeah, crazy. that's insane. That is crazy. Yeah, they're that's, definitely going to be able to win because they, they just have so many good players. Yeah, I mean, it mm-hmm. seems like an easy, easy road with that many, with that many first round picks. Yeah, definitely. Good players, yeah. you know. Uh, are they all young too? Or... Yeah, you have to be uh, below twenty to be in the. Oh my god! Wow, they're all below twenty. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. That that is that's really insane. Wow. So they're all pretty much, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, everyone's gonna want a piece of that. Canada team. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All the NHL teams, they're gonna just pick all of them up. I mean, all of them are drafted, right? But yeah. yeah that's that's crazy. It's a good it's a good uh spotlight for them. For the yeah, definitely. Young kids. Um, there's a good player on Germany, I think. He's he's super good, but he 
he can't carry a whole team. No, one person isn't gonna beat twenty first round picks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, soccer news. Um, so there has been an update in the Premier League table uh, for this week. So, uh, some of the bigger news in the Premier League: Manchester United have taken second place off a 90th minute goal from Rashford, uh, Rashford against Wolves. Um, he took it from the right side, uh, just sneaking in to the post, and they won in, I believe, the 93rd minute, and which makes them, uh, I believe, well, uh, two or three points off Liverpool, who are first, which is incredible. Um, another update is that Leeds won five to nil against West Brom, which is not very surprising because West Brom have not been doing good at all. But uh, Leeds have been doing well in the Premier League so far. I mean, I've been pretty impressed. They aren't a team that can win, obviously, or get top five, I don't think. But they, obviously, they have some work to do. But I think they can be really good. And then the table, as at the moment, has uh, Liverpool in first, Man United, as I said, in second, Leicester in a close third, um, followed by Everton, Aston Villa and Chelsea in sixth. Um, some more news about the transfer market. Arsenal, who have had a disastrous season, um, are wanting Diego Costa from Atletico Madrid, um, which Diego Costa has moved around so much, playing for many teams. He's even played in the Premiership before uh, with Chelsea. Um, and I don't know if Atletico are willing to part by or part ways with him yet. Um, but there is rumors that Milic uh, from Napoli might replace uh, Diego Costa. Um, and in other news, Wijnaldum, uh, Georgini Wijnaldum, might go to Barca, which might be a roadblock for um, Liverpool to try to sign him again. Um, and the last of the transfer news is that Juventus have uh, are struggling to pay for Paul Pogba. Um, so that is going to be also a giant roadblock in their way um, from purchasing uh, the French midfielder. And then Man United have also spread rumors of wanting to buy Kieran Trippier from Atletico Madrid. Um, to help contest their right back position that is currently held by uh, the former uh, Crystal Palace star, Aaron Wambasaka. And that's all for the transfer news. Dang. Soccer players move around like that, bro. Wait, so uh, Juventus, they're going to get, or they still have Ronaldo, right? Uh, yeah, so Juventus' stars at the moment consist of. Quadrado, Ronaldo, Dybala, um, they have, or they recently, or not recently, but last season they traded away Higuain to enter Miami, and he's been doing terrible in the MLS. But I, they've been trading away or and have been interested in a lot of players at the moment. Um, they're even thinking about giving away Paulo Dybala to Man United for Pogba. But also, as I mentioned, that they're also struggling to pay for Pogba because 
he is one of those players that demands so much money. Uh, kind of like we talked about with Trevor Bauer. Um, yeah. Maybe wants a little too much. Maybe wants a little too yeah. much for what he is. I, I just feel like he's an incredible player and he's outstanding for Man United. Um, but he just has not been playing at all. So he hasn't really gotten to show his performing ability. Mm. Um, and it's sad, it's sad to see him go, but I do feel like Dybala, if they trade away Dybala, I feel like he could be a good fit for our team. Uh, we did waste uh, buying uh, Van de Beek uh, because he does not fit into our team too well. And Ole uh, Gunnar Solskjaer, our uh, Man United's manager, has not been playing him and he is just not fit into our squad. So hopefully we can get something for him and – uh, possibly get Dybala. He's had some really good seasons, and he's also a good player, but he's been on and off recently. Um, but, yeah, it's it's very big. Juve can be a very good team. I mean, they are going to win the Serie A pretty much every year for a while because they're just too good. But Inter, my, uh, Inter Milan and AC Milan have – a lot of potential too. They've been doing really well, um, but yeah. Yeah, dang, that's a lot. Yeah, I do. I don't know that much about soccer, but I've definitely heard Pogba. I know he's good, but who would you rather have on Man United, Pogba or um, I'm a brain fart. Yeah, Dybala. Yeah, Dybala. Um, the thing is with Dybala, he's. Like I said recently, he's been kind of an on and off good seasons in the past, but uh, he he's, hasn't been good. Oh. But at the same time, we already have Edison Cavani and Bruno Fernandez. All of these, all of these attacking players, um, we need someone like Pogba uh, to kind of and Bruno. Bruno has really, really done an outstanding job at the center attacking midfielder uh, position. Uh, just scoring goals and making assists and just setting up plays. And he's, he's been really, he's been really, really good for us. Um, but yeah, we need another person like that. And Pogba was like that, but at the moment he's been in a, in a slump. Okay. So for the NFL coming up, we have some pretty interesting games. Um, uh, the playoff picture has been pretty scattered because this year has been pretty crazy. A lot of teams have been uh, 10 and 5, for example, in the AFC. Everyone's trying to fight for a spot in there. And the NFC has been especially weird because teams with losing records have actually have shots to make the playoffs. A team with a um, losing record will make some it. Of us, yeah. I know. Um, but some of the most interesting games that uh, – I think that are going to be the most interesting are the Giants and the Cowboys, which uh, play a big role in their division. Obviously, uh, if they need, they both need a win to make their hopes alive um, because winning their division will be huge for them. Um, and then the Giants, Tennessee versus Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're five and ten. So, Uh, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. So they they are game behind. So they need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tennessee and Houston are playing um, from a big loss, uh, 14-40 against the Packers. The Tennessee Titans really need this one. Um, 
especially because they have a chance at still winning the division if we win against Houston. Uh, Houston has been pretty good this year. They're, I think they're only one win behind us. Um, and they have a lot of good players. I just, I feel like uh, DeAndre Hopkins being traded away has been a pretty big blow for them. Um, oh, actually, they don't have a pretty close record. They have like the opposite record of us. Yeah, no, they are. Like and we're 10 and 5. I believe they're 4 and 11. Um, yes, and then the Bills and the Dolphins will. The Bills and the Dolphins will also be a pretty important game for the AFC, um, just because Josh Allen has been on a hot streak recently, beating teams left and right. Um, I really feel like he's been doing really well. And Tua has also been doing the same, yeah, kind of carrying yeah. the Dolphins in a way. Tua uh, and Fitzpatrick is, is, a crazy, is a crazy quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Tua, like that, oof. they're just different. They're just so different. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins have not been good for a long time uh even when Tannehill was there like they weren't great but as soon as Tannehill got traded I feel like they had a new start and I feel like they've been doing really well with that I I hope they make playoffs honestly but I don't think they will um but Tua has really done a really good job of carrying them and I can't wait to see the next season with him or playoffs with him um and you know those are the games that I think are going to be most interesting just because of the weight that they hold for those divisions uh, to win and also uh, the effect on the playoff picture. I also think that the Browns-Steelers is important. The Steelers have clinched, but like you said, the Dolphins are playing the Bills, who are very good. So they, mm-hmm. I, I'll say, just as a to, to make this point work, say the Dolphins lose. The Browns, like, they need to win also to – like mm-hmm. just to make sure that it's not that they're not out because they're a good team. And I think that if they make it, they could surprise, maybe not even surprise. Maybe some people think they'll go far, but I think they could go pretty far. I don't think they could make it to the Super Bowl or anything, but I think they could go far enough where, you know, yeah. they make mm-hmm. people notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they need to get in first. Some of the funniest news across the NFL. The Jets have officially uh, blown the number one pick. And I find this hilarious. It's uh, funny. I, I, it's really like, uh, I remember talking about this a while ago um, with someone. Like, as soon as they wanted to get to the playoffs, they were 0-14. And then when they had no chance at all, they were 2-0. Like, it, it's just funny. Like, um, our, there was this interview with Sam Darnold that you were talking about, Waylon. Um, he, he gets to keep his job, and I think I think that's really funny. But Unless it's, they, they draft Mac know. Jones or Justin Fields. But mm-hmm. I, I don't I, think I, they will. I don't think that was smart to say that in, on live television. I feel like his coach is going to hate him more. Um I don't know how the Jets could have done trade him. I think they're going to trade him. Not even just because of that. I just think they're they are going to move on. I think they. I honestly think they might trade down a bit. Yeah. Maybe to like. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like. If they, Give if them they to do, the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, something. But I just feel like because I feel like they could trade Sam Darnold, and then get like Mac Jones. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't know who would want him. 
I don't know who will want him. The Bears. I don't know who won. Ah, Trubisky's been oh, playing good. True. Trubisky's been playing good. They don't really need him anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they've been playing good. Trubisky, they mm-hmm. they're in the playoffs right now, and that uh, leads us perfectly into our next point, the playoff picture. So right now, the two one seeds, the Chiefs in the AFC and the Packers in the NFC, so they get a bye as of right now. Well, the Chiefs mm-hmm. have clinched it, but um, mm-hmm. as they're of, just so dominant. Yeah, they ah, they have. I mean, they're. I don't think any team can really like beat like beat them. Like obviously, it's possible, but like when you look at it, it's just no. You just don't see a team that really. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't feel like anyone can really stop them. The only person, the only team I could see, just kind of, I guess, kind of random, is the Cardinals. I have a feeling they're not even in the playoffs right now, but I have, I just have a feeling that if the Cardinals somehow made it to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, I just, I just feel like they would beat them. I don't know why. I definitely think yeah. um, that the Chiefs can be beaten by the Packers. Um. Also, I think they could lose to the Bills. That's I feel really, I really feel confident with the Bills this year. Um, they've been doing really well, just in general. Yeah. I just think the Bills could do really well, and I feel like they have the spirit and they have the players. Um, Stephon Diggs, for example, Josh Allen's one of his number one targets. Like, I feel like they could beat the Chiefs as well, along with the Packers. The Saints, not as much. I feel like. They're a really good team, but they're beatable. I think any yeah. team in the NFC or the AFC can beat them. I I mean, they have had a really good year, but with Breeze on and off, especially after his injury, he hasn't looked like himself. Yeah. I think they're the the weakest link of I would say top three from each from each side. Mm-hmm. Like I'd say they they're the weakest link of the Chiefs, Bills, Steelers, Packers themselves and the Seahawks. I yeah. think they're the most beatable and the least frightening. Like when you go up against them, you're like, okay, they're good, but like we, we can beat them. Yeah. Um, I feel like the re- one of the reasons they've done so well is because of the leadership by Drew. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But once he got injured, obviously it kind of fell apart a little bit. Taysom Hill played um, so well. I know, yeah. I know. Uh, he's come back and he's good, but I don't know. I just – I feel like uh, Drew needs to – have time to recover. I don't think he should play the next game. I feel yeah. like Taysom should start. Yeah. But yeah. maybe play time is what he needs. Maybe play time is what he yeah. needs to get back into it. We'll see. That's Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. That's going to be a hard decision. To wrap this up, let's we're going to do our top five MVP candidates in the NFL for this year. Let's start. At, let's everyone say their number five. We'll go from five to one. Um, or do we want to uh, do we want to say each list first, or do we want to go five to let's, one? Let's go five to one. Uh, yeah. All right. So Teddy, your uh, five. My five. Um, I strongly believe this. I'm not gonna get my mind changed. Is the big man, Derrick Henry? He has been a freight train for the Titans for so long. He's had an amazing year. He gets so many yards. You could make the argument that. He has a lot of carries every game, like 40 carries or something like that. But I just – I feel like he's – I feel like the freight train is a great example. You just got to keep shoving coal into the engine, and then he just zooms. He just 
he does really well one run, and then he keeps chugging along, and he keeps getting uh, good yardage, and he keeps getting small, uh, like, jabs at the other team's defense because he's not brought down easily. You've seen him throw grown men like they're toys. Like, it's, it's, it's amazing to look at and watch, and I feel like he's been a really good player. Yeah, for sure. Ruben, who do you have? All right, wait, wait. I also have Derrick Henry because I, if I'm honest, there's nobody that I think as a quarterback. If like, if you look at all the quarterbacks in the league, you see like the top four, and then there's like no one necessarily good this year. Yes, so, no, you, I, yeah. So I chose Derrick Henry just because obviously he's probably the best running back. Um, and you can just shove through your own like Teddy said, so. Okay, my number five, I have Russell Wilson. Um, I think that he, so he started off as the leading candidate. Um, mm-hmm. I thought he was going to finally win one. He deserves one, so he's been so good for so long. He's just, there's always been people better than him in that specific mm-hmm. season. But I, 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 he's just good. He runs, he passes. He's smart. He's a leader. I just really, I really love Russell Wilson. He's one of my favorite players in the league. I don't think he's gonna win it, but um, I mean, I, I there's no way he can. He has to have like the most insane game ever, and probably that even wouldn't wouldn't push him to number one. But yeah, I have Russell Wilson. All right, Teddy, who you got it for? Uh, for some of the same reasons as you, I also have Russell as number four. Um, one reason being. The Seahawks' success. I feel like if the Seahawks go far in the playoffs, it's going to be because of him. Um, his connections with DK Metcalf have been outstanding this year, and I just feel like he's going to be a real threat uh, for the NFC and, obviously, if they make it to the Super Bowl, the AFC. Um, and I just feel like he's done a really good job. Like he said, every year he seems to do good. There's always someone better. Um, for example, Lamar. Uh, doing really well last year. Yeah, one bust like, out season. Like, mm-hmm. um, I just feel like he's been good for really a long time, and the Seahawks have been doing really well this year, especially. So, I'm gonna put him at number five. I'm at four, four, number four. Ruben, who Ruben, you? I have a little more. I know you guys probably are not gonna agree with me, but the way that he's been playing this year, I just feel like there are other quarterbacks that are better than him. Like, he hasn't run as much, which is what most people like about him. Of course, he still does it. He's good at it. But I say not as good as last year. It's not a big part of his game. Or as big as one as it was. Um, and But his passing has been really well. I know that is... I, I, I want to put him higher, but I don't think I can... At number so you got Russell. I mean, I mean lower. I mean lower. I want to put I have Derrick Henry at four. Mm-hmm. I just okay. So I like you've said about his carrying. That's one of my biggest mm-hmm. things. I love Derrick Henry, but that's one of that's one of the things he gets so many carries. But he just pa- like it just pounds the defense into the ground, and there's nothing mm-hmm. they can do. Just like they give it to mm-hmm. him forty times a game, and like what are you supposed to do? He's just this year. He's just been so so dominant and it's just so crazy to watch him like you said toss crone men like they're rag dolls just mm-hmm. plow over people 
he never gets hurt. Like he's always healthy. He's just huge. The only teams, the only teams that have actually seen him, um, not like, I guess not go to his potential are Packers, the most recent game, and the Colts. Yeah, that our yeah. first game. Yeah, the them. first game again. I feel like uh, also the second game for the first half of it. Um, the first I mean, game but we he's had always a, he's always slower in the first half, and then in the second half, like no one does that. Like he just gets stronger as the game goes on, and it's just he's so crazy. Like a freight train, exactly. Like, yeah, um, that was a great like example. Another another reason why he's so good is he just wears away at the defense. They, for example, in the Colts, they stopped him, and the Packers stopped him. Like he couldn't go anywhere. But as soon as the game comes to an end, he just plows through. And then sometimes you get to break away, run, scoring touchdowns, and just doing really well. All right, Teddy, who you got at three? I have Mr. Allen, uh, Josh Allen. I think he has been doing amazing. Um, I've talked about him a little bit already today about the Bills. Um, I just think he's been doing great. I really, I really think he is – the one for the Bills. Um, he's going to be there for a while. He's still young. And he's – when he came to the Bills originally, he was good. But he he never did the things that he could, you know. Yeah, sure. I feel like now he's kind of – he's kind of opening up to the Bills again. And he's been doing really well this season. I just think he deserves the number three spot. Ruben? Um, mine is Aaron Rodgers because – he, you saw his passing in the game against the Titans. Obviously, a weak defense, but still shows what he can do. Um, he's just done really good passing this year. I just think that he hasn't had, or he's had Devonte Adams. Obviously, he's mm-hmm. connected with him a bunch of times. He just has that vision on the field. I think that he deserves number three. If there wasn't like, obviously. Patrick Mahomes, if he didn't come into the league um, until, like, next year, he, he probably could have gotten it this year, but obviously. I, number three, I ha- also have Josh Allen for a lot of the reasons that Teddy said. I do think one thing is that, you know, this breakout year, he, you know, just this year he had a stud receiver. But what are you going to do? I mean, the stats don't lie. He's he's just been He's just been so good, and he, like you said earlier – He's just been beating up on teams and just blowing them out left and right. No, and they have no answer for him. He's an underrated scrambler too. Yeah, one thing that is scary about him in particular is he could be. He's like I said when he first came in, he's been on and off for the Bills, and I hopefully this season will be enough momentum to take him through and have really decent years and just be good still. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like he's also a very underrated scrambler, like you said. All right, who you got it too? Before I get into my uh, one and two slots, uh, I wanted to say some of my honorable mentions All right, yeah, yeah. that I didn't put in this list because it was really hard uh, deciding who I wanted to. And these two players have been really, really good this year, but I don't think their position has been as important uh, throughout the season for their teams. Uh, the first one I put is uh, Devontae Adams. Like Ruben was mentioning, he's amazing. He is 
fantastic. I don't think he deserved, uh, or not deserved, but I don't think I could have put him in my top five, but he is so good, and I can't wait to see him play the new seasons that come. Also, Dalvin Cook, just good season. He's just been good. I mean, I think Derrick Henry has been better than him. Obviously, that's why I put him at five, but he's just been great. Uh, Dalvin Cook has been great. Uh, anyway, back to my list. Number two, I put Rodgers. Rodgers has been great. Uh, Packers leading the NFC. Uh, I don't know. Rodgers has just been really, really good for so long. Uh, some Similar to Russell, but just better. Uh, he's, although he may be getting older, he's still, I feel like he's more ending his prime. He's still really, really good. And he's definitely in his prime or ending his prime now. Like he's bombing balls up the field. Like he's he's just really, really good. And I, I really like Rodgers. I feel like he's a good, good quarterback. And I don't see him leaving Green Bay anytime soon. So I can see their success continuing, especially with Devontae Adams and Lazard, one of their underrated receivers. Hi, Ruben. Hi. I know that Waylon is not going to agree with me with this one, but Russell Wilson. I feel like he has a better balance between running and passing than Lamar, just because on his team, on Lamar's team, like they have a good running back. Not trying to, I don't take this the wrong way, but I just, it's, I don't think that they need as much of a scrambling quarterback. Because they have a good running back. Like, he fits well into the team, but I just think that Russell Wilson is a better fit for the Seahawks. Because he has, like, DK Metcalf. He can bomb down the field. Like, Scramble has a pocket pocket down the field. Like, he can just... I just think he's a little better than Lamar. He has a better, uh, better bounce. My number two is probably going to be controversial. I have Patrick Mahomes. I have Patrick Mahomes at number two. Okay. Patrick Mahomes is the wow. best player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He has not had the best season. I I like Mahomes. All right. I just love, he just bombs it down the field. Tyreek Hill, you know, boom, touchdown every time. But I, I just don't think he's had the best season. Don't get me wrong. He, like I said, he is the best player in the NFL. I just think someone's had a better season and I'll get to that That's once good. I get there. That's good. Uh, my number one is Mahomes. I just, I feel I can agree with you, Waylon, that he hasn't had the best season. But at the same time, the Chiefs have been so dominant. They've only lost one game. They shouldn't have lost that game in general. They shouldn't have lost. They should have won. Um, I feel like the Chiefs are going to be really dominant for a long time. Uh, with the Packers. I also feel like they're also going to be really good. Um, he has really similar traits to the Seahawks. Scrambler. He can scramble out the pocket. Mahomes is pretty nimble. He can bomb it up the field to Tyreek. Another similarity to Russell. Russell is pretty good still. He can bomb it up to DK. But I just feel like he's a lot better than Russell at the moment. And so is Tyreek better than Metcalf because Metcalf is new. And he's not as experienced. Um, but I, I just feel like Mahomes has had a really good season. And I think he deserves number one. Ruben? 
I also have Patrick Mahomes, no surprise. But, um, so, I feel like Russell and Patrick definitely are the same in some ways. I just feel like Patrick Mahomes, when you need it, like, if there's a blitz coming, like, he can mm-hmm. still get the ball down the field. He can I agree. have that he can have that vision to see what he needs to do, like a sidearm throw, no look throw. I just feel like he has better tools in his pocket than mm-hmm. uh Russell Wilson mm-hmm. does when passing the ball. Mm-hmm. So that's why yeah. I have him at number one. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah, I agree as well. That's why I have him above uh Russ as well. All right, Wayon, who's your who's your number one? I mean, I have Aaron Rodgers. As my number one. Okay, see, yesterday, I when I was thinking about this, I very was like, yes, Patrick Mahomes, number one. But when I looked at the stats, Rodgers has more touchdowns. He has less interceptions. And he's just, I mean, I get the, the only reason that I would think, not the only reason, but a, a, a reason that I almost put Mahomes first is, like you said, Teddy, just the Chiefs' dominance. But I feel like he just has a better team around him than Rodgers does. And Rodgers is still, I'm not saying the Packers are bad without him. I still think the Packers are a very good team, but I think he just has a little bit better team. Mahomes just has a little bit better team around him. And Rodgers is just carrying his team, not carrying because Adams and, but he's just so good. And um, I can completely agree with that. Like you said, he is at the end of his prime. And I think he's going to get I, – I think he's going to win the MVP. As of right now, obviously, we still have one more week. He could have a dud and Mahomes could go off and Mahomes could easily win. I could see Mahomes – the three that I could see winning are my top three. Like, I feel like if Rodgers and Mahomes have bad games Josh and Josh Allen has a great game, he could win. But um, – Definitely. But I, I, yeah, as of right now, I have Rodgers as my number one. I can I can definitely respect that decision. Right. I um, – I – like you said, Mahomes has a lot more tools, and the Chiefs are just really, really good in general. Um, but yeah, I can I can agree with you on that. I mean, Rodgers is my number two anyway. So and Rodgers does. I I looked at this. Rodgers does have more rushing touchdowns than Mahomes, but that's probably because they will just like he'll run it in at like the one or two yard line. Yeah. Um, because there's not. I mean, he's not. I just like when they were playing the Titans, he ran for like 15, I think, and the announcer said it was the longest his longest run of the season. So it's not like he's running in forty-five yard touchdowns like Tannehill. Oh no no no! But he um he did, uh I think it was he ran from one sideline to the other sideline in fourteen seconds, and it was like the fastest run or covered time by QB I think, or something like that. It was like the fastest time from that or the longest he'd ran in that season. I don't remember exactly. But yeah, it was a pretty, pretty good show of athletic athleticism that yeah, he still has. He may be old, but he's still he's still great. And yeah, I have him as my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's gonna be it. Yeah, uh, that's it. Thank, thank you, you for everyone for listening in to episode to one. TWR Sports, and uh, we will catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.